Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. Yeah, with you. Hello. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. I'm Eileen. And I'm Lauren. We're very excited to be talking with you guys today. Eileen essentially just told me, shut the fuck up. I have my <laughs> podcast voice on. Let's get this show on the road. I'm ready to go. It just hits from a different place in my voice. I like, no, I could like, tell. Oh. It's funny because before you were like running around like a chicken with your head cut off and then I come down back from the bathroom and you're like stoic, like sit down, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, <laughs> mama, tell me what to do. Well, I, I reset, but also, so I switched out my cup of coffee for the monkey brew. And you know how I know I'm an addict? What? You know how I know? Because I'm sitting here and there's the powder res <laughs> on it and I'm literally not even paying attention. I'm <laughs> scooping the inside of the coffee and I'm fucking rubbing it on my gums. Like, I haven't touched cocaine in 15 years. You're a psychopath. What is wrong with me? But you know what? You're trying to get hey. that quick fix. Yeah, I really am. Come on, oh monkey God. brew. Get that changa. <laughs> but anyway, how and for those that don't know, monkey brew is a mushroom coffee alternative because I'm trying to get Eileen off of the coffee because we know it's not great for her. But I will say, I was thinking about getting you for Christmas the Bulletproof Coffee. Yes. That, that is mold-free, and it also has all your vitamins and minerals, so it's got all the good stuff in okay, it. great. Yeah, so okay, we're going to so get there. Yeah. is where it's at. So funny. Which is made by, I think, Dave Asprey, who's like Love the him. father of all biohackers. Love him. He, he actually ages backwards. There's something, this is, sorry, quick side note. So Tell you- us. You can get DNA testing to find out your um, DNA age. So you have these things on the end of your each of your chromosomes, like how you've seen the pictures of DNA. At the ends of them, are there's something called telomeres. And based off how long your telomeres are is how old or young you are. And so it can tell your DNA's age. And he has actually been aging backwards for the last 20 years based off of his telomere length because he biohacks himself so much. He okay. actually, his goal is to live to 180, which I find to be fucking crazy because i'm all set on that but like i would like to be looking very good and feeling good for as long as i'm having a good quality of life see that's crazy because as a mom you tell me 180 and i'm like i will and i've had that download before that our generation this lifetime just like from back in the beginning 18th century 19th century we are going to start living longer again well so it's interesting you say that though because I think certain people will, but the general population, it's the first time that we're not supposed to be living older than our parents, actually, which is kind of sad. But you've said that before. That's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. But I totally agree that the people that are on this wave that listen to this podcast that are about health and wellness, we have the potential to far outlive and surpass our parents with mindfulness and taking good care of ourselves and 
taken the toxic bullshit out of the picture. Yeah. Right when you were talking about that in the DNA, all I saw were like these little phalange like wires and some of them were like white and light and super healthy. And then some of them looked like when a wire falls and it sprays. Yes. So I don't know if that's. No, you're, you're kind of right. And well, if you think <laughs> about it, right. I'm just going to be playing. <laughs> no, but if you think about it, it's like every time your DNA replicates itself and duplicates itself, it gets shorter and shorter. So that's the problem is the telomere is getting smaller and smaller as we're aging. <laughs> Sorry, we're giggling. Levi's signing to us. He's trying, yes, baby, go play with your friends. We have a great time. Oh my gosh. Kids are home from school today. So we live in Rhode Island and my sister jokes all the time because she's in New Jersey Bye. and I grew up in the Jersey school system and uh, we did not have these many breaks, child development. I don't even yeah. know what it is, but she It seems very unfair to mothers. I mean, we just all kind of like, what do you want from us? Do you want yeah. us to work nine to five? Do you, but then- now I'm going off on a tangent, but school gets off at three. So then you have to have the childcare, but then you have these random days that you plug out, but nobody says anything. Yeah. You're just like, okay, yeah, yep. That mom will do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no problem. Christmas right around the corner. No worries. Yeah. Take a half day. We're also going to take these days off and we're going to put in a big fat break in the middle of all of it. So you don't get to decompress. <laughs> wow. Actually sounds like a nightmare already. But live longer and have kids. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so say live long and prosper. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Every time we talk about the kids, I know I'm going to be a great mom and I'm excited for it one day, but boy, am I really not ready for it in the here and the now. You know what? It's better to know that than to just kind of go along with the vortex. Oh yeah. Cause like, I feel like, again, the lion and the sheep thing, I feel like so many girls my age, it's like on brand right now to get married and to, it's on brand right now to get married, to have children. And it almost seems like this weird forced thing nowadays where people are getting married so that they can have like good Instagram posts and they're having kids because they think that's going to fix their marriage. And I'm like, it doesn't seem to be no, working that way. It doesn't work. It's the white picket fence. That's yeah. what it is. It's like, I call it the package. Like mm -hmm. it's this vortex package. You're like, oh, okay, well I'm 28 now. So that means that I have to have an $80,000 wedding. And then I have to get the house with the two car garage and the white picket fence. And then I have to have 2.4 kids. Yeah, it, exactly. And I, I was a part of that vortex before my breakup. I was like, okay, this is what I'm meant to be doing. And now I look at it and I'm like, I completely think about everything so differently now. I'm not spending any of that amount of money on a wedding. That's all going to get invested back into my future house or my future businesses, yes. my future children. Yep. Like that sounds absolutely ridiculous to me. Like let's throw a big party, get a nice Airbnb on the water. Everybody get drunk, dance, have fun. We'll sleep over, have a campfire. Like it's, that's exactly. So Jimmy and I, we first wanted to do a destination wedding. I was hell bent on why change a good thing. We are happy. There's no rush to, you know, and, and he was very, he's very romantic in that sense where he was like, no, you have I to have my that. last name. Like we have to do this. So I was like, fine, we can do this. And yeah. then I fell in love with the whole dress process. Yeah. But anyway, we were oh, that's exciting just, though. It, I can see that. The dress was fun and I did yes. it in New York City. Oh, that's with so With my fun. best friend. Yeah. So we had a wild experience. It was really, really cool. And somehow I got knocked up with Levi. <laughs> in between all of that. So I was pregnant. I was eight weeks pregnant at my <gasps> wedding. But oh, we kept trying God. to do a destination wedding. But anyway, he'll say to this day, not that he regrets marrying me, but his biggest regret is pushing. And we paid for it by our, all by ourselves. Yeah. So we're like, oh, cringe. Like, yeah. What we could have done with 50K. But you know what? It is what it is. Exactly. So. Okay. Can't change it now. Yep. What nope. were we talking about? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was about to say, we start this one over. <laughs> oh, you know what? So speaking of, oh, and then I'm an idiot. This is the type of mom I am. You're not that, an idiot. Well, no, I not know. at all. I'm 
I know. I sorry, I'm just changing our word, <laughs> changing our wordplay up in here. I am a very um, enthusiastic mother that I've told the kids that they can each have a day in December with me. Oh, yeah. And they've loved that. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, Levi and I went to this place called Go Play in East Greenwich. It's great. I know exactly it's what clean. you're talking about. There's coffee. Like, yes. there's tables. You can just sit there. And as I was sitting there, and I shared it with you, but I wrote, like, a napkin contract between Lauren and I and another version of myself that's coming into the being. And so I read it to Lauren before we started, and she burst into tears. And what happened was I was overcome with this feeling of creativity. Like, I couldn't keep it in. And then I was looking for scrap paper, like, grocery list in my bag. And I just started writing poetry and different sayings on the back of all of that. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing how when you, because everything we talk about, now I'm taking it to a next level. Yeah. Like I got to sit with my third eye, no more fluoride. Like yeah. I'm drinking the well water. We stop with the pollen spring. I'm fucking drinking monkey brew. Yeah. We're practicing what we preach, baby. Yes. But the creativity is unreal. And so we were talking about that. So then Lauren was telling me, about how the conversation with your dad yesterday. Yeah. What was that? All right. So, yeah. So this is going to be our little health version of our podcast today. We're going to talk about seed oils and a little bit about um, animal protein because it kind of goes hand in hand. So I was telling my dad last night because we were eating steak and we were talking about the fact that my mom, I was, I was very proud of her. She was like, I got us grass-fed steaks. And I was just over the moon because Love that. I know she's, she's listening to what I'm saying and she's incorporating it into our lives and she's trying to make healthy decisions for my family, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. And so I was explaining to my dad the rationale behind it and why you want um, grass-fed steaks over traditional grain-fed steaks. And so this ties in with the seed oils. So I listened to a podcast a couple, maybe a year ago or a couple of months ago um with this amazing man on dr will cole's podcast and he talked about seed oils because he was saying that the inflammation the heart disease the diabetes all the bad stuff that comes from our country majority of it is due from inflammation we are in this age of inflammation mm -hmm. so what is the main driver of inflammation in the western diet the standard American diet, it's seed oils. Okay. And seed oils are anything like canola oil, vegetable oil, grapeseed oil, um, sunflower seed oil, things of that nature. Because those oils, when they're pressed, they have high amounts of omega-6s. And I know that when you hear omega-6s, you think, oh, omega-6s, omegas are good for me. But it's in a ratio and you want like three omega-3s to one omega-6. And the problem is in the standard American diet, we have a very high concentration of omega-6s, which when in out of balance in the ratio is pro-inflammatory, causing inflammation. So what happens is when we press all of these seeds into oil for our use mm -hmm. that get put in majority of our processed foods and majority of the like baked goods, things of that nature, nice. they're in everything they're causing us inflammation. But then the byproduct after they press the seeds, that grain is then instead of being disposed, they just send it to the animals. And then that is what gets fed to our chickens, our cows, everything. So then that inflammation is passed on and that has been studied. And so we're getting the inflammation that these cows got and vice versa. And it's making us fatter. It's making us inflamed because in the past I've talked about how cholesterol itself is not the problem in your body. Cholesterol is incredibly important. It has been demonized in our society and everyone has been told fat-free diet, fat-free diet, fat-free diet, 
is not good for you. Every single cell in your entire body is lined with fat. Cholesterol is incredible. It is the precursor for every single one of your hormones. It is mm. needed for almost everything in your body. So the problem isn't cholesterol. The problem is when cholesterol gets oxidized. I think about it like BBs. Cholesterol is like BBs. It floats through the bloodstream. Fine. What's when, a BB? I, I think about, I'm, I'm saying like, a. am giving like an analogy of like a BB, like, you know, a BB gun has like oh, little BB BBs. Guns. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, so like a metal BB can float through the bloodstream normally when it gets inflamed, it gets oxidized. The BB gets rusted. So then the rusted BB gets stuck on the wall. So I'm just making an analogy yes. of what happens with the cholesterol because the cholesterol isn't bad, but then the cholesterol gets oxidized from the inflammation and then it gets adhered to the wall. And then that's what's causing heart disease. Okay. So it's not the animal fats itself or the cholesterol itself. It's the inflammation from in our diet. Exactly. Which <laughs> we predominantly get from these seed oils. And seed oils are devastating for the environment. So they had this whole crusade about how cows are ruining the fucking environment. I heard somebody say it when we were at yoga the other night. Somebody yeah. had mentioned. Yes. What is it called? Um, the methane. The methane. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because cows, when they chew curd, they release methane into the air. Because they fart when they fart. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But th th that with regenerative farming is null and void because regenerative farming actually sequesters or pulls carbon back and puts it into the root systems in the plants. And so it, if you have proper farming practices, that isn't an issue. That's with industrialized farming. That, that is an issue. But seed oils in and of themselves, they wipe out vast, huge swaths of land. It's one of the number one reasons for deforestation in the world. It takes a shit ton of water and then it's a monocrop. So you're only taking certain things from the soil and only putting certain things back. So it's destroying the top layer of our soil, which is devastating to the environment. And it's also devastating from a structural standpoint because the topsoil allows there to be deep root systems. If there isn't deep root systems, then when you have uh, floods, whole areas of land and topsoil get washed away because you have nothing of structure to hold it in the earth. Okay. Let's unpack this. Yeah. Sorry. That, you I can it. hear my no. passion. <laughs> yeah. But I'm loving it. She's gargling at the mouth. Her hands are going. She's tapping them and I'm like, let it do this is, let's take a moment. Let's let this marinate because what I'm thinking right now is, okay, I understand the cholesterol. And while you were talking about that, it makes so much sense. And also my grandmother died of natural causes. I think she was 94 years old in 1997. And when they did the autopsy, autopsy I come from a medical family. So they're all talking about it and they're like, guess what? Nanny Moe's um, arteries were completely clear. And they used to say like, she was a pure fat. She would love eating the fat off the lamb chops. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what she would do. And people yep. are like, you're going to have the most clogged arteries ever. Clean as a whistle, they said. Of course. I love that. Mm -hmm. And it makes so much sense. And it, it's so silly how we demonize things. And then if you think about it, who put the out culture, these reports? Right. And then people think like margarine and fake butter and those things are better for you, but they're not. And it's interesting because when we talked about the pineal gland and the, the skate oil, mm. the ingredient in that was K2. And that's from the fats, from the liver and the oil. Yeah. So again, you, you, you need these fat soluble vitamins. Fat is incredibly important for you. So you want to stay away from seed oils. Also, the other aspect of things is we cook with these seed oils. We fry things with these seed oils. Right. So when we have a fried chicken fried in seed oils, not only are we getting all of the gunk from that, but then the oil has an oxidative or a smoke point. So that oil at a certain heat releases 
So if you think about those BBs, think about million times exponentially higher rust levels, exponentially higher inflammation, exponentially higher plaque in the future, because you've taken this thing that is inflammatory and then you've heated it up and you've maxed that inflammation by you're smoking it. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to know the smoke point of your, of things that you're cooking with. So things that have low omega sixes and are better to cook with are things like pasture raised, grass fed butter, beef tallow, um, and coconut oil. If you are vegetarian and legal and thank you so much ghee. Yep. Okay. Which is a clarified butter. It technically comes from a cow, but they take out all of the animal like products, the lactose and all of that jazz. So okay. if you're lactose intolerant, you you can still use it. I get ghee from Thrive Market. I forget the brand. You can also order some on Amazon. They also have it at Stop and Shop in Walmart. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've seen it before. And, um, oh, sorry. Okay, so I wanna go through this because Lauren and I talked about seed oils. We were actually on the same page before we started doing this. Yes. Maybe like before the summer. Yeah. And we were texting each other and I was like, by the way, tell me about seed oils. And you were like, oh my God, we're so connected. This is it. So what I started doing again, I went straight to the pantry Mm -hmm. and I looked at all the food that I'm giving the kids because of the peanut allergy at school or because it was a thing last year. It's not a thing this year. I don't know what's going on, but I was giving, I was like, oh, easy. We'll do sun butter. Mm. Then I looked at it. I uncovered so many different foods. So moms or anybody who eats these, these are the foods right off the top of my head that I have changed or I am trying my best to make myself. So Nutella yep. has the canola oil uh-huh. and the seed oils in it. Lots of peanut butters. Lots of peanut butter. So we do Teddy's. Mm-hmm. We do Teddy's Chunky and we do the Teddy Smooth and that's it. And then we also do the hazelnut. Um, I mean, excuse me, the almond butter, which yep. is just that. So we've done that. But things that also have it in that my kids were eating all the time for snacks are um, chewy bars, yep. uh, granola, graham crackers, all different like Ritz crackers. Um, they were eating uh, so many different types of cereals. Yep. And so looking at it, I'm like, holy shit. So then the other side of me is like, what am I just going to become some like nutty, crunchy yeah. granola, like making my own. So for about a week, I made mm. my own granola. Yep. Got to get back on that. Mm-hmm. And that was something that we were talking about yes. too. I would love to make our own granola. Yes. Yeah, so, and yesterday I attempted to make my own Nutella. Do you know how fucking hard it is to find hazelnuts? <laughs> I was wondering why you had so many goddamn hazelnuts on your kitchen counter. What the fuck? I found them. I found them. I'm going around to grocery stores like, please, kind sir, do you have hazelnuts? Please, kind please, sir. I pictured like a begging child. Aisle. He's like, yes. And then he hands me a bag and it's like two ounces and they're like as if I picked them up from my backyard. Yeah. It's crazy. And also what people have to think about too is not only are these inflammatory because of the omega-6s, these are also the most commonly sprayed crops with pesticides. Mm, They're also the most commonly subsidized crops in the United States, which makes a lot of sense if you want to get into the the nitty gritty of things. But there's a lot of options. But also part of this study that was pretty fucking crazy showed that because lots of people went to like avocado oil. And so they did a study on olive oil and avocado oil, and they found 80% of all olive oil in the supermarkets was either rancid or it wasn't 100% olive oil. It had avocado, corn, Mm. all these other types of oils mixed within it. And so you also need your olive oil to be, you want it to be cold pressed. You want it to be in a glass bottle that is dark because it gets rancid very quickly. That's the same with majority of oils. Um, but there's this company called Cultured Oil and they have like the highest smoke point, the lowest omega-6s in their um, olive oil. You can cook with it to like 450 degrees. So it's a good alternative if you love olive oil, you wanna know a clean one, that's a good one. We can uh, put the link of that company 
in and the, the show notes. I think the one I have is pretty good too. It's an oh, yeah, I saw it's that. organic. It says cold press mm-hmm. and I got it also because of the price point. Of yep. It. it was like $11.99 compared to the other ones mm-hmm. that were $24.99 yeah. or something, but it was still mm-hmm. the dark. It's so funny because I was drawn to it. Yes. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know why I like this. Maybe it's the giraffe on it, but <laughs> I, I love giraffes. You know, that was my favorite animal growing up. Really? Yeah. I felt like I was like them because I'm tall and I have a long neck. And their tongues are blue, and I my favorite color is blue. <laughs> How funny! Um, a giraffe also means to look at the bigger perspective. Oh, things. I love yes. that. and that is a vibe I've been getting. Because oh, so I told you about the eagle flying over me the other day, and then squawking three times this morning again. The owls. I I have owls that literally wake me up, and I hadn't heard them in like a week. To, a couple of weeks, and then this morning I wake up, I look at my clock. It's five oh three in the morning, three. and then he was going. Who who in three like sets of three and then would stop and then set of three and then stop and set of three and I was like all right motherfucker yeah. I'm up <laughs> I'm up my wisdom is ready I receive this so the day that you had texted me that yes. you and Kaylee were together and that you saw the bald eagle yeah. I was outside I walked my property mm-hmm. and I'm looking around and I almost summoned him our bald eagle because I've told you the story before yeah. and so I was like I know I'm gonna see you today and I went out and I ran some errands and I desperately was searching for hazelnuts and had yeah. no luck. And then I came back home and he was right over and he was soaring away from where I was. But it was almost like a beautiful message from source yeah. that was like, you asked for this yes. and I showed you. It may not have been the way I wanted it. I yes. wanted it right then and there. But Which I that's thought. a lesson in and of itself too, is that I'm not going to deliver things when you want them, but when you need them. Can you tell everybody um, the symbolism behind both owls and eagles? Yes. Yes. So so I'll start with the eagle. So the eagle, obviously, it's the bird of America. And for us, it, it symbolizes freedom. Mm. So it's more than that. So an eagle can soar above and higher than the rest. Mm. So when that comes in, what I'm feeling right now is not worrying so much about um, how other per- people perceive you, mm. what other people think. You know, if somebody, say you're sitting about around the dinner table tonight and you bring it up to your partner or to your kids and you're like, look, I know we love ourselves a good graham cracker, you yeah. know, sun butter sandwich. I love graham crackers. <laughs> no, me too. I was so sad. I'm addicted to them. <laughs> but I like they're just the right amount yeah, of sweetness, but exactly. not anyway. So you're having this conversation and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? We've been eating like this forever. Like, this is what we know. Soar above that mm-hmm. and kind of just bring everybody with you as best you can of look. We're not going to change everything overnight, but we are going to rise above this vortex of what we've been told, what's so readily been put in our face. Raising the consciousness. Yes, we are raising the consciousness. And this is an eagle is a huge, huge sign of shifting and rising above. I've got chills, my friend. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy uh, because I'm hearing my guides right now saying too, like, be very aware of the strategically placed, like there is no coincidence when you go into a supermarket, things are placed at eye level Mm -hmm. that they want to, you know? And so what I've, cause I learned that years ago in an advertising class, what I want, what I do is I feel like a rebel. I look below and I look above Yeah, and that's where I shop. Mm -hmm. And if it's like a different brand, you know, but now it's okay. What do we get in place of the graham crackers and exactly. all that kind of stuff? But we'll do it because we're rising above and we're being, we're aware. Yeah. We're, we're raising our consciousness. It's not about knowing everything, but it's about questioning everything. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone in this. We have to remember too, right now, 
Go to the back of your heart space. We didn't do our breath, so let's do it now. Oh, I love that. To the back of your heart. And I want you to feel as if you have a giant, warm, strong, supportive hand that's like bigger than any hand that you've felt before. You know, we slowly touch each other's backs. (laughs) Yeah, around each other's backs. Our little hands. (laughs) But feeling into that energy and that space, this information is not meant to overwhelm you. It's meant to help you become the most enlightened, aware, abundant, healthy version of yourself. Exactly. We're just trying to give you the information. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a little overwhelming, like she said, but that's why you just have to breathe through, go little by slow, which I love how you say that. Yeah, little by slow. And then the owl is the other side of this. So the owl is the wisdom Mm. of you've got this. You can do this. You have everything you need from your experiences, from your ability to just go to the grocery store, open the internet, read the ingredients, like don't overwhelm yourself, but definitely know you are very, very capable. That I love that. And that's something I've been thinking so much about lately is we talk about our intuitive knowledge, but I've been thinking too about even like our ancient ancestors and how, think about how many people before you fought tooth and fucking nail so that you had this face, this body, this nose. And then we are so consumed with so much stupid shit, but like that that we are truly meant to be here. Like, and you have such power within your bloodline. You have such knowledge within your body and they want us to have a a calcified pineal gland. They want you to be subservient. They don't want you to be aware of your power because there is, we all have infinite potential. It's only the limits that we place on ourselves that stop us. Mm -hmm. So this is how we, this is how we do this. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. This does tie so much into that, that calcified pineal gland, but it all goes with it. What, what we feed ourselves uh, nutritionally, what we feed ourselves intuitively, what we feed ourselves mentally and mm-hmm. emotionally, all part of it. It is all part of it. And it's crazy because we're in this rat race where we're working to survive, but our money for whatever reason isn't going to investing in the things for our health because we literally just put it on the back burner because we're so consumed with go, 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 consume, 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 grab things, make money, go to this, go to that, that we don't sit with self, we disconnect. And so that's something that me and Eileen, like we have a mission of wanting to just have people come back home to yourself. Mm -hmm. You call it the homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say that should be our next podcast. Ooh, the homecoming. You were saying something. Oh, the numbing. So I saw something on Instagram and it was some guy who was joking about, you know, hey, the government came out and now they're telling us that there is extraterrestrial life. There are aliens. They have been visiting us. And it cuts to him and he's like, who the fuck cares? We can't even afford gas and groceries. You think I give a shit about aliens? Good. Maybe they'll come down and they'll change some of their shit. Literally. We're not concerned with that. I'm trying to figure out how I can work nine to five, be there and there at the same time, feed my family, keep my electricity and my gas on, take care of my mental health. Like something has to give. And this is the way that we can do it is by eliminating these seed oils, mm-hmm. not buying from the mass produced, mm-hmm. just the advertised in your face food. Get a little bit crunchy. We yeah. can get a little bit crunchy. Yeah. You can get grass-fed beef anywhere. Also, go to your local farmers. Like, let's like help out our local farmers for fuck's sake. Like 
backbreaking work. These people are literally trying to protect us and are one with the earth. Like we need to start utilizing them, especially if you live in Rhode Island. Like we have so many farmers around us. Like let's start supporting these guys. Like the little man needs our help and we got to stop with the big guy. My dad was also telling me some fucked information about how all the, the, the there's a massive pork manufacturer where all independent farms send their meat to be processed. Yeah. And it just got bought out by a Chinese company. I don't fuck with pork. Yeah. I don't fuck with pork. I know you all. don't. <laughs> I said that my sister, when she was in school, she's a PA and she's nine years older than me. So when she was in school and I was younger, she would come home and she would scare the shit out of me. And she would say, like, did you know that if you eat pork and what it can come alive within your body? Like, this is me, like third grade, fourth grade me thinking about this. And she's like, and it'll eat away at your and it'll rot your gut. And did you? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm done. And I haven't touched pork since then. So. Yeah, no, that sounds very scary. And I want no pork in my life after hearing any of that nonsense. But yeah, just scary because it's just something that to be mindful of is that we are allowing another country who doesn't necessarily like us to produce our meat. And so they can put whatever the fuck they want in there. Mm -hmm. And I find that to be incredibly troubling. And I think everybody else should be very mindful about sourcing of your food. This is a massive topic. We're going to bring our friend Frank on for yes. an episode with this. He's a farmer and a fisherman. He's very passionate about this stuff. And well, I don't like this because uh, plain layman's term, this is fucking bullying. Like they're coming at the pockets of the American farmers who have been here for generation, generation. They're making it so difficult for them to actually make and what and produce what they need. Yeah, they're doing without, that on purpose. You know, right. Bill Gates is buying up fucking farmland right now. Like it's nothing. It's straight up bullying. And then what do you do? Because it's like, okay, do I feed my family today and sell some of this so that I can actually breathe? Yeah. Or do I continue? And it's hard. So that's why we have to do this together. Exactly. <sighs> Support our local farmers, man. Mm -hmm. Eat clean food, filter your water, listen to this podcast, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. You had mentioned avocado oil. Yes. So am I not supposed to eat no. avocado so oil? So you can eat avocado oil, but you just need to be careful and mindful that it's good a good brand from a reputable company that you trust because just like the olive oil 80 percent of the avocado oil wasn't actually avocado oil and it was rancid um there's like, a whole thing about avocados too yes. but i right okay so same thing like in a dark yes you want it in press. a dark cold press from a reputable brand i don't know any personally off the top of my head but i can ask around but i i just knew that there was some some sketchy shit when it came to them marketing it as avocado oil but having like all the other stuff in it exactly. right like the fillers like mm -hmm. everything else exactly like how yeah. chicken is allowed to have like 150 milliliters of saline pumped into it for every chicken breast sold store in america so that it can look bigger and plumper hey i have saline in my chest too <laughs> <laughs> to oh, get yeah, bigger wait. and plumper we have to tell them about the fluffing hold on oh <laughs> All right. So speaking of fluffing, Eileen's going to tell you a story because we were at yoga the other night and she was like, did you hear my boobs fluffing? And I was like, excuse me, what are you talking about? So she's going to share this little clinical pearl with everybody. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know this, but I got my boobs done in 2019 and it was a great experience. Like the whole staff was so nice. So one of the nurses afterwards, when I went back, I think it was two days later, she's like, okay, when you start working out again, or just be very gentle with yourself, because as you move, you may have something occur that's called fluffing. I was like, okay, fluffing, like, what is that? And she's like, don't worry, you'll know when you know. So 
I am now, I had them done in 2019 and maybe it's because I work out a lot or I have become, uh, lost some weight recently. So fluffing, it basically is when your, your tits fart, like the, the salient, the, the implant moves against something. And so I'm down in Chaturanga. It's like I, a plank kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm in Chaturanga, I'm in plank and I'm slowly bringing myself down and all of a sudden my boobs like... At the same time, and everybody knows in yoga, like when you're on your back, you yeah. know, your back farts. But this, th- I don't know if anyone else could hear it, but it's like loud because it's happening within my body. I'm like, oh my God. I couldn't hear it. And I was right beside you. Oh my goodness. I would have loved though. And I, honestly, it's funny though, because so many people do rip ass in yoga that they must think you're actually just farting. Yeah, because it's a thing. I remember the first time I was next to somebody and they just oh. ripped ass and they just kept moving on. Listen, like, I've, I can tell you I've <laughs> farted a time or 20 in yoga. I mean, when you're in an upside down inversion like yeah. that, your body's going to release something. When it's For me, it's like when I'm doing, um, what is it? Malasana. Like, I just want to let one rip. (laughs) (laughs) So let that good fart on out. Oh my God. That, that kills me though. So fluffing. Fluffing. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called fluffing and I guess it never goes away. I mean, Hey, you get the good and the bad with it. Exactly. (laughs) So my boobs look great. They're they're sitting pretty. Yeah. yeah, They're pretty, but she gassy. (laughs) Oh my God. These are the things you have to look forward to in life. So yeah, that's one of my fears about breastfeeding. Obviously, I'm going to breastfeed my kids because I know too much per usual. And I know that's great for their immunity. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared because I, I hear bad things. No, breast. I miss, I have to say, I miss breastfeeding. Like, call me a weirdo. No, I don't but... think that's weird at all. I'm just talking about the dilapidated boobies. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking purely vain oh, right yeah. now. Oh, I yes. know it's going to be a beautiful oh, connection. For sure. Your boobs will look horrible. Yeah, but thanks. you know what? Your Thank partner's you so going to love them no matter what. That's what Jimmy was like. I didn't mind your like little shaggy. I'm like, bro, my nipples, when I sat and I would slump down, my nipples would touch my belly button. Okay. <laughs> she was joking before that she'd roll them up like a little pastry, like a little fruit roll up and tuck them in. I could roll the night before surgery. Jimmy and I were dying. I could put these shits in a scrunchie. <laughs> and we were like, let me just right. tie my hair back in my boots and we can head out the door. <laughs> yeah, sling it over your shoulder. What is that? Girl, over shoulder. It's back breaking work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. That also reminds me of the skinnamarinky dinky ding. Skinnamarinky do. That's what my boobs could do. They were just flopping everywhere. But your hair looks great, by the way. Thanks. You're very welcome. Yeah. Should we pull a card? Yeah, let's pull a card. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's take a nice deep breath. Ooh, we're going to do the. Ooh, what, we're gonna hit the animal oracle Ooh, deck since we were talking about yeah our guess what just popped up oh my god the giraffe spirit and it's see the big picture there it is yep wow and it's 29 so this is super cool all right so i just pulled i didn't even tap on them yet but when i opened the deck the um, giraffe spirit was on the bottom of the oracle. So I'm going to start talking about this. And then I'm also starting to feel a flutter in my heart. So I want everybody to sit up straight, take a deep breath. And this flutter for me is a sign that you need to be open to receiving the message that's about to come through because this is definitely meant for you. So come to the front of your heart, giraffe spirit. It may feel messy. It may feel unclear. It may feel really small right now or dark, but seeing the big picture, sources asking you, look up, 
feel up energetically, look up to that third eye. There's so much more going on behind the scenes than what you're experiencing right now. Two and nine is two is working together, you and the divine feminine, you and community, you and your higher self. And nine is you are so close to the completion of something. So not hold on because that has a feeling of lack to it, but actually let go, surrender. There's an energy that comes with surrendering. Yes. Hands wide open, allow yep. things to come and go as the source mm -hmm. pleases, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And let my mantra. Let's pull another card. This is Beaver Spirit. Lay a solid foundation. That's exactly what we were talking about. Okay, you know what? I can't change the world. I can't change everybody's. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know what I can do? I can come back to my family unit. I can come back to my friends. I can share this podcast. I can share this information. And I can change one thing about my diet. All right, now we know. We know about seed oils. So let's dig into it a little mm -hmm. bit. Let's check the labels of things. But beaver spirit lay a solid foundation and this is the number six so six for i go back and forth six for me has two different meanings but really what six the ultimate umbrella of the number six is release and allow abundance let go and allow six let it roll that's what it's a very it's a movable um energy with six and it's a it's a forward moving momentum that mm -hmm. the number six the energy of it so release let go yeah see the big picture and lay a solid foundation you just said that at 616 on the recording <gasps> Woohoo! yeah love it love it love it oh awesome i like that one my friend that was cool always I enjoyable you. i love you too thank you for listening thank you for um hanging with us and my three children today on their day out they're all poking out the door right yes now. so we're gonna we're gonna bring the attention back to them we appreciate you guys listening gentle reminders be calm with yourself be kind with yourself take out the seed oils get the grass-fed stuff we are going to keep giving you great information. We appreciate you listening. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave a five-star review, download, like, and share with friends. You can find me, Lauren, on Instagram at HigherHealingCEO. And me, Eileen, at Eileen the Mindset Mom. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Also, we do post affiliate links, so if you were to click on one of them at no extra cost to you, we would be compensated. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.